0: But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a finish strong Friday, a picks Friday, and it is presented, of course, by DraftKings. Oh, and it's a winner's Friday as well. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Pretty simple. We want people that want to win our contests, people like Mark Baker who is the Spread the Word winner. He followed me on TikTok. I love it. At Ross Tucker NFL. Thank you, Mark. Sponsor confirmation email winner, Tom Duttweiler. He went ahead and ordered a story at MyFrontPageStory.com. I love that as well, Tom. Thank you very much. Love MyFrontPageStory.com. and love when you guys get those awesome gifts for loved ones over there. And then the YouTube shout out goes to Marvin Krantz. Can't remember what you commented on, Marvin, but I saw you commented, hadn't seen your name before, at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, and it really is that simple. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: All right, Lance, well, before we get into each of these games this upcoming weekend, I want to talk about last night where the 49ers won their seventh straight, taking down the Seahawks 21-13 to clinch the
0: NFC West. Congratulations to the Niners. You know, you lose your starting quarterback in Trey Lance, your backup quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, you're on your third-string quarterback in Brock Purdy, and you win the division with three games to go. It's really, really impressive. Really impressive. Kudos to the Niners, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan. That's that's hard to do in pro football, and they got it done. And Brock Purdy, I thought, looked pretty good. Again, completed his first 11 passes to start the game. I loved the uh, double pump middle screen touchdown fake to pass the left fake to pass the right middle screen to George Kittle for the first touchdown I posted on Twitter by the way at Ross Tucker NFL I saw a gif from somebody that Bill Walsh called that play back in 1987 against the Falcons so cool I mean really really cool so I like that that jumped out to me the Niners tackling is so impressive they have to be the best tackling team in the NFL I mean they don't miss many tackles if any they put you down I mean it is awesome Dre Greenlaw he came in and walloped Travis Homer and I think that was probably the key play of the game because it was 7-3 Seattle had the ball. Greenlaw comes in and smashes Homer, who fumbles. Charverius Ward, who's having an awesome year at corner, picks it up, takes it to like the four-yard line or something. McCaffrey ends up scoring a touchdown. It's 14-3. And the Niners more or less never looked back. I mean, I think they went up 21-3. Then it was 21-6, 21-13. I thought Geno actually played okay for Seattle, again. But he was under duress a lot. I think you can make a strong argument now for Nick Bosa as the defensive player of the year in the NFL. He was all over Geno Smith. I thought there was a really poor roughing the passer call on Bosa again. But sort of what else is new at this point? Other than that, in terms of things that jumped out to me, George Kittle, man, when he's healthy, he is a weapon. He had two long touchdown catches. The run after the catch is where he really excels. And I feel like we hadn't seen that in a while from him. So it was nice to see that from Kittle, the run after the catch. I also thought, even though they didn't get a lot of credit for it, that the Seattle run defense did a pretty good job. You know, they had gotten run over the week before, or four days before, actually, by Carolina. And I guess I was kind of expecting that again and called for that, but no. Their run defense actually did a pretty good job. The Niners had to had to throw it on them. So the the Niners obviously win the division. And now the Seahawks are in for a big-time, big-time fight to try to get back in the playoffs. You don't want to have fights when it comes to what you should drink for the holidays or what you should give people for a gift. That's why you got to go to First Leaf. What I love about First Leaf is they ask you a bunch of questions. Like, do you like oaky you like this-tasting wine? Do you like this? Based on your answers, and I went through that, they'll send you wines for less than what you pay at the store. Then even after that, you kind of rate the wines as you drink them or as my wife and I drink them. And so then the next wines they send you, you'll like even more. We actually went to a uh, like <clears throat> I guess a Christmas party deal last night. Took them a bottle of wine. Awesome, awesome gift. So this is to me is like two gifts in one because you're getting membership in this club, which is fun, easy, affordable wine, but also you get six bottles. So it's a pretty cool thing to be able to take to some of these holiday parties. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for thirty nine ninety five. That's nothing. Plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com Tucker. That's T R Y F I R S T L E A F dot com Slash Tucker to get your first six bottles for thirty nine ninety-five plus free shipping. Try FirstLeaf.com slash tucker. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: Let's start with the Indianapolis Colts at the Minnesota Vikings.
0: So I'll be calling this game, and I I like the Vikings to win the game. Um, I think they bounce back from a really bad performance, especially defensively against the Lions. In fact, the Vikings, Joe Dolan and I talked about this on the Fantasy Feast podcast. Vikings defense has been really bad as of late, really bad. The good news for them is They're playing the Colts. That's a good team to play against when your defense has been bad. Colts are very offensively challenged. This could be a closer game than people think because just studying for this game, Colts defense is pretty legit. Even without Shaq Leonard, it's pretty legit. But even if it is a close game, Vikings are 9-0 in close games. They have a chance to clinch the division. It's at home. I think they get it done. I do. I think the score is 24-20. I'll give the the Colts D some credit. I'll give the Colts offense some credit. But the Vikings went a close one, 24-20. The Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. This one I've kind of gone back and forth on. It looks like Tyler Huntley is going to start for the Ravens, which is obviously really good news. Because I don't know that any of us knew or knows what to expect from Anthony Brown, who's the backup. And, you know, he's pretty good. Tyler Huntley's pretty good. That gives the Ravens a real chance. I guess I just feel like the home debut for Deshaun Watson. He played much better last week. I kind of feel like this is a game that Cleveland wins. They might need to win this one for Kevin Stefanski. There's just a lot of reasons why I kind of feel like they get this one done. I kind of feel like the Browns find a way to win. Be a rough loss too for the Ravens. They need every win to try to win that division. Low scoring game. Pretty similar to the game the Ravens just played against the Steelers. The difference is Deshaun Watson will make a few plays, and he won't have the interceptions that Trubisky did. 19-17 Browns.
1: In Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills.
0: Well, the weather is looking like it's going to be something fierce. It looks like around 7 o'clock, the snow moves in, Jack, and let me just tell you, this is, this is not like Alabama, Tua. It's not. And I saw where the Dolphins turned the air conditioning up in their indoor facility so that it felt like it was in, its, in the 60s. Legit LOL, bro. Like, it's going to be very, very different. And it feels like it's already in their head. I feel like they're already thinking about it too much, already talking about it too much. It's in their head. I like the Bills. I do still think the Dolphins can make it competitive. But I like the Bills to win. I would say this one is, again, probably... The Bills' offense just hasn't been that great. You know, it's tough to tell the exact score, not knowing just how bad the weather will be. But I'll say 24-20, Buffalo. And I'll also say this, very important. Bills fans, if you get a bunch of snow, please, please measure the snow in Labatt Blue Light cans and either email me or tweet me pictures. At Ross Tucker NFL. Love Labatt Blue Light. Love the pristine Canadian goodness. Love when you guys stock up and you're the MVP of your tailgate and my MVP – by tweeting me pictures of how high the snow is based on Labatt blue light cans. Amazing. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo. New York
1: next we have the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints
0: looking forward to this one the debut of Desmond Ritter as the starting quarterback for the Falcons get a month got four games here to show what he can do to show enough that they don't feel compelled to try to draft the quarterback in the first round so these are very very important games for Desmond Ritter I don't know. I, <clears throat> I can't pick him to get this win. I just can't do it. I mean, they might, but I thought Andy Dalton played pretty well last time out. I guess they're both coming off a bye, but I don't know. I'd be really impressed if Desmond Ritter's first game on the road at the Superdome, he's able to win. That seems like asking a lot, a real lot. Let's go New Orleans. They've been offensively challenged. Let's go 17-13. New Orleans gets to win a home.
1: The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Carolina Panthers.
0: We still don't know who the starting quarterback will be for the Steelers. It sounds like it'll be either Mason Rudolph or Mitch Trubisky. I don't really know if it matters, does it, with those guys? I don't know. I mean, either way, I kind of like Carolina. They're playing for something. They're playing for Steve Wilks, their head coach, who it seems pretty clear they like. They're playing for uh, a playoff berth, potentially in the NFC South. I mean, there's a decent chance after the Sunday that they're tied for first place with the Bucks, who play the Bengals. So, I like Carolina for those reasons, and for the unknown at quarterback for the Steelers. So give me Carolina, lower scoring, hard-fought game, 16-13, really low scoring, 16-13 Carolina. The Philadelphia Eagles are at the Chicago Bears. By the way, just a little inside um, inside baseball for those of you that are watching on YouTube. If I look like I'm doing this in the dark and I I want a different setup, because I am, my house just lost power. And so, the show must go on. So, literally, I'm doing this off my laptop now with an external mic. And there's no lights because it's early in the morning and there's no power. So, anyway, that's why I'm in the situation I am. But Jack and I are pros. We roll on. I like the Eagles. I mean, Justin Fields gives the Bears a chance, obviously, in every game he plays just because he's so talented. He's so gifted. But I have a tough time picturing Justin Fields being able to get this one done against a really, really good Eagles team. I mean, I don't know what there is to say about him anymore. They're just an excellent football team. So give me the Birds in this one. Whew. 31-17, maybe? Bears' defense is not very good. Eagles seem like they're on a mission. 31-17, they're a decent option to lock up in a survivor pool. I mean, I'm assuming most of you have already either won or lost those leagues, but if you're still in a double, eliminator, one or something, go ahead. Eagles are a pretty good one to lock up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week.
1: Kansas City Chiefs at the Houston Texans.
0: Obviously, I like Kansas City. I like them quite a bit. You know, the Texans showed some life last week. The question is, do they show that life again? You know, are they they come to play again, or was that sort of a um, a last hurrah for Lovey Smith and also them trying to knock off their hated rivals there? in 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 the state of Texas and the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think they're going to have the same type of life. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw three interceptions again. I'll be taking, for sure, the Kansas City Chiefs, probably by a healthy margin. Another pretty good pick to lock up. I'll go the exact same score. Why not? 31-17. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it. Pick of the week.
1: The Dallas Cowboys at the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: So this is one of the more intriguing games of the day for me because the Jags aren't really totally out of this thing in the AFC South, especially with the Titans having to play at the Chargers. Meanwhile, you know the the jags are playing pretty well plus obviously the cowboys they're trying to keep the heat on the eagles in terms of the number 1 seed in terms of the nfc east so this has the potential to be a pretty awesome game um i like i like the cowboys to win the game but i think it's really close i think it's one of the games of the day you know cowboys didn't look great last time out and obviously, as we've seen, you know Trevor Lawrence, two out of the last three games have been his best games ever. I mean, he has played really, really well, and I sort of, uh, I sort of expect that to continue. I know the Cowboys' defense is really good, but I think Trevor Lawrence plays really well. How about like a shootout? How about thirty-one? 31- 28 Cowboys. Awesome game. 31-28 Cowboys. Great effort by the Jags, but ultimately the boys get it done.
1: Detroit Lions at the
0: New York Jets. I've kind of gone back and forth on this one, Jack, and so have the betting lines. Like, they're, like, right there with me on it. I guess I'm going to go sort of law of averages here, right? The Jets have been playing well. And they've been right there in these games against Minnesota, against Buffalo, but they've lost. That was on the road. Now they're playing at home. The Lions also play better at home than on the road. Now they're on the road. And the Lions have been winning these close games. So I'm going to go for some regression of the mean, law of averages, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to take the Jets to get this done. Should be a fun one. Another one of the best games of the day, I'd say, actually. Let's go um, Jets 23, Lions 20. In a uh, pretty awesome game for two teams that are both hanging around, hanging around the, uh, the playoff implications.
1: The Arizona Cardinals at the Denver
0: Broncos. So... I will take the the, um, I'm still going to take the Cardinals in this game. I kind of like Colt McCoy. I kind of like how he plays when he's the quarterback of the Cardinals. I think at times it feels like the team almost plays more effectively when he's the quarterback of the Cardinals. I don't know. I mean, this is a toss up game. Two really disappointing, really bad teams. I don't think the Broncos are going to score like they did against the Chiefs. That felt like an anomaly. Russell's been out this week with practice with the concussion. I'll just go 20 to 17 Cardinals. I guess we can let the doggies out, Jack. Crosses, yeah. underdog 100, 100, of the week.
1: Next is the New England Patriots at the Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Another big game for both these teams. I mean, without question, this is a big game for both these teams. I like the, uh, I like the Patriots. I just think, honestly, I think they're a better coach team than are the Raiders. And I know the Raiders have had more time to prepare for this one. Blah, blah, blah. They might be getting Waller and Renfro back. I'll still take the Patriots to get this win. That last Raiders loss was just so bad. Maybe they bounced back from it. I don't know. And I know the Patriots aren't exactly playing awesome. Ooh, they had a short week. They had a short week versus the Raiders' long week. Oh, man. This is a toss-up game, dudes. I'll stick with my Patriots pick, but that's a big difference in rest disparity. I'll say 20 to 17 Patriots don't necessarily feel great about it. They are the underdogs, though, so you can let the doggies out. underdog of the week.
1: The Tennessee
0: Titans, the Los Angeles Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. So I think Joe Dolan said it best on the Fantasy Feast podcast when he said, these are the type of games over the years that the Chargers have lost or lose. And it's so true, right? Like these are the type of games that the Chargers lose. They're coming off a big win, Sunday night football, playing against a team like the Titans that's reeling. I'm showing some faith in them, though. I- I'm showing some faith in the Chargers in this one. You know, they were able to stop the Dolphins' rushing attack. They're not going to let the Titans run it right down their throat, are they? They're not, are they? I mean, they're the better team. They're playing at home. Feels like they're playing better right now. Was tempted didn't take the underdog here, but... I'll go Chargers. Let's say um, twenty-seven twenty Chargers.
1: Cincinnati Bengals, Tampa
0: Buccaneers. Gotta go Bengals. It's hard to pick the Bucks to win a football game. Legitimately, like it's legitimately hard to say I think the Bucks will win this game. I don't really know how you do it, the way they've been playing. Bengals have been playing awesome. Give me Cincinnati. Joe Burrow and the boys take care of business. They know what's at stake in the AFC North. Their defense has been so good. Burrow's done just enough on the offensive side of the ball, even when his receivers are out. And I've got no faith or trust in the Bucs at all. It's sad. It's sad that it's come to this. Give me the Give me the Bengals. Not that many points in this one because the Bucs defense has been decent. Let's go similar to last score for the the Bengals and the Browns. I'll go like 20 to 13 Bengals.
1: The New York Giants. The Washington
0: Commanders. Gigantic game. Absolutely huge game. Massive playoff implications for both. Although Seattle losing last night helped them both. I think the Commanders win the game, but as I said on the Even Money podcast, I do think it's close. I do think it's a really close game that the Commanders ultimately win, very similar to their last game. What was that, a 20 tie? This is 20-17. to 17. Commanders get it done at home, but it's, it's close.
1: We'll wrap things up with the game you'll be at, Monday Night Football Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers.
0: Gotta go, Packers here. Uh, the Baker Mayfield thing is a nice story. Certainly makes Monday night football more interesting for me and Kevin Harlan. Hopefully a bunch of you guys can listen to it. But ultimately, yeah, I can't I can't pick the Rams to win this game. On the road, it's gonna be five degrees at kickoff. Packers get it done. Doesn't really mean much for them. Just kind of hurts their draft pick, I guess, because they're not going to the playoffs, but they want to win. Maybe they can even have a winning record. Who knows? Packers. The Rams defense has actually been playing pretty well. So I think this is like 24-17 Packers. Something like that. 24-17 Packers. Other than that, Jack, I guess I just have some shout-outs to, of course, myfrontpagestory.com, greatest gift of all time that some of you still haven't gotten for your loved one. You will at some point. I'm going to wear you guys down. Myfrontpagestory.com. And then Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics for the next, BackOfficeScheduler.com. Other than have an awesome, awesome weekend. And if you're driving around, listen to me Saturday at 1, Monday at 8. I think we're done here.